0: pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country black buffalo tobacco alternative bold flavor full pouches
1: being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen and with resi priority notify and global dining access through my amex platinum card
0: right this way
1: it's nice to try someone else's food for a change that's the powerful backing of american express terms apply learn more at americanexpress.com slash with amex
2: when you buy kroger brand products you feel like you're winning
1: It's Snaps, presented by FanDuel. Football season is here, and there's no better place to get in on that action than FanDuel. But why, T-Bob? Why? Well, let me tell you. Okay, first off, the app is safe, secure, it's easy to use, okay? FanDuel. Always has these great exclusive offers where you can get juice, win a little more. Uh, When you win, you'll get paid fast. No waiting. No BS. And they got a ton of ways to play. Man spread, money line over, unders, totals, props, same game parlays, everything. Live betting. If you get to the show late, it doesn't matter. Just live bet it. They also have the teasingly vague same game parlay plus. I don't think it's a streaming service, but there's only one way to find out. It's by downloading the FanDuel Sportsbook app today, promo code SNAPS, and make every moment more this football season. Yo, what up, everybody? What up, what up, what up, what up, what up? Welcome in, welcome in. It is Thursday. Here we go, baby. Thursday here on Snap. So excited. The weekend is here, which means a new football weekend is here. Uh, we've been going over this weekend's board in terms of gambling. It's, it's a weird one. I kind of love it this weekend. I'm so excited, Aaron Murray. Uh, and also, though, I, I I just got a mind-blowing stat pushed across my desk from my boy, Emil McClellan, here. And I have to mention this. Uh, so, I, okay, I'll just come out and because I don't know how else to frame this.
0: <laughs> Iowa,
1: the Iowa Hawkeyes have more red zone trips this year than does Texas A&M. Iowa has been in the red zone four times this season. Texas A&M has been in the red zone three three times aye, aye, very
2: aye, appropriate. Aye,
1: aye. <laughs> I mean what <laughs> the hell dude very appropriate given that we will talk am today and we might even talk a little positive about them we'll, we'll we'll see that is unbelievable for AG you must be an A m fan He says team out to hurt my feet." look I apologize man I'm shocked I I am like legitimately shook that this Iowa Hawkeye team which we clown as being like the worst most cursed offense that we've ever seen in our entire lives has more red zone trips than does a Jimbo Fisher-led offense full of four stars. Unreal. I can't even make heads or tails. All right, so i got to reset now. It just came in right before the show started. Uh, look, welcome in. Aaron, what's up, dude? How you feeling today, man?
2: Man, I, I'm going to have to change my opinion on this game this weekend after getting that late notice right, right. there. That's some good stats. Right. We appreciate it here at Snaps. That's mind-blowing. I mean, absolutely mind-blowing uh, how far Jimbo's offense has fallen from grace, but I'm a little ticked off today. T Bob, you know why? Oh yeah. Cause uh. as a good co-host, I stayed up last night. I was dead ass tired. I'm still oh, recovering from uh, Daytona uh, beach on Monday and, that's and that's staying out a little bit too late, so, but you want to watch Andor. it's the new series on Disney plus you were raving about yeah. it yesterday. I'm like, I'm gonna stay up. I'm yeah. gonna suck it up. I'm gonna watch all three episodes that way. When T Bob brings it up in in our pre-show chat, I can give some love back to him. I could talk about <sighs> it. I can have some convo. And I bring it up, and T. Bob didn't watch a single episode last night. So not my man, who three. was gloating about how this is heaven for him on Wednesday nights, he gets this on Thursday night. He gets the what, not the Bezo ones, ball, Bezos ball, Bezos ball, the, the prime prime, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And then on Sunday he gets uh, the House of Dragons, and he didn't even watch the first night. So um, if I if I yawn during the show because my sacrifice last night. Okay, awesome. okay, okay, okay. For what it is worth, I feel like an asshole, and
1: I have no excuse. <laughs> and it's actually incredibly thoughtful of you. It's I Sometimes I can be a bit self-absorbed for being honest, Aaron. Uh, Jake got a little upset with me a couple weeks ago when I couldn't remember the name of his SiriusXM show, and it's wrong because he's been so supportive of Snap, so I get it, dude. Um, that's on me, but you know what, Aaron? We can't control... What we did yesterday, okay? You know, we can only control what we're gonna do next, okay? So just know from this moment on, um, you know, I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh,
2: <laughs> no, I, 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 I do feel bad. Bilbo, Bilbo wants to know. Bilbo wants to know in the chat if I stay a little bit too late at, at, at Hooters there in Daytona Beach. I don't know what bar we went to to watch the Monday night games, but end up being. It's a rowdy crowd at Daytona. I mean, it's, it's, it's a rowdy crowd. I hope to get, I hope to get to
1: go to the, uh, yes, I, I hope to get to go to the Daytona Football Club. Like every now and then in life, even at 33 years old, you can get a new dream that you never knew that you had. And my new dream is to speak at the Daytona Football Club, 100%. Uh, Carlos, dude, what's going on? Daniel Basham, what's up, Bilbo? What's happening, everybody? Look, if you're watching online, Hit the like button, subscribe to the Volume Sports YouTube channel. And then again, if you're subscribed to the pod on Spotify or Apple, share it in your group text, share with your friends. It means the world to us. We want to grow this thing. We love doing this, right? And so it just helps us to, uh, you know, make the boss happy. Let's grow this thing, man. Um, Yeah, that's on me for Andor. I got to figure it out how, like, what my schedule is going to be like on Wednesday because that, that can't happen again, especially as the kind of resident Star Wars nerd. Bit of a poser move by me. Um, appropriate because we're going to talk about a poser bowl coming up later today. Uh, other things to note before we begin uh, happy anniversary to the Mike Gundy rant that, open, that happened 15 years ago today. I'm a man, wow. I'm 40. So I guess he is still a man. He's still at Oklahoma State, only now he's 55.
2: Uh, so happy birthday to Mike. Well, was not an expert birthday, but you get the point. How about his uh, yesterday? Did you hear? Speaking of rant, did you hear his rant yesterday? About no, like a the fresh one situation. Yeah. Oh, oh. I okay. So I didn't. Where he, he's getting? He, he sounds like a kid that you know, got his ball stolen or didn't get picked first in a, a kickball tournament, and kind of just wants to take his ball and leave, and and just being. I, I think just. To, He's trying to blame Oklahoma. Like, oh, why, we wonder why Bedlam's gone. Well, yeah. Looked Oklahoma. They yes. decided to go to the SEC and kind of leave us high yep. and dry. Like, that shouldn't be the excuse of why you don't play your biggest rivalry game because another team left the conference. Like, no, they're they, suck it up, play the game. I know your record is complete crap versus Oklahoma, but still, it means a lot to the people in the state. There are plenty of rivalries that we've seen. We've discussed it earlier in the week. Plenty of rivalries out there that are between teams from different conferences it can happen and just don't don't start trying to play the blame game because oklahoma decided to go make some more money at the sec and you're salty because you didn't get the invite so i didn't really like his response his little mini rant he had i think it was either yesterday or the day before so i read about part of it i saw
1: part of the clip but then that is in keeping with what oklahoma state's been putting out that's what we talked about on yesterday's show i think it was yesterday where like yeah a lot of it's bad leadership And a lot of it is two sides that hate each other that are just looking to absolutely uh, like blame the other side for it. It's not our fault; it's theirs, and it's just very unbecoming from both sides, right? Like, how about somebody be a man and just own up to it, okay? And just be like, yeah, we didn't want to play more. I don't don't know, whatever. Uh, Screw uh, bedlam. I I it sucks. Well, whatever. We don't need to get back into it. Let's dive in. To our five biggest games of the weekend, Aaron. The table is set. The college football weekend begins again tonight. Like an idiot, I have bet WVU because I can't help myself. I bet them all the time. Um, I'm very excited for that. But we're going to give you the five best games to watch on Saturday. And we'll start with a game that I would have said there was approximately a 0% chance of us ever talking about this game willingly if if there wasn't some sort of gambling angle some sort of money to be won some sort of joke we were making and that is duke versus kansas but here's the deal duke versus kansas has legitimately earned their way into our top five games of the weekend list i mean here we go to the feel-good story of the year both teams are three and no both got new coaches that are doing well i guess lipo was there last year but both both coaching staffs He's have these teams humming a couple of fun exciting quarterbacks like duke versus kansas is a legitimately interesting and good football matchup
2: yeah not a basketball matchup and i know there's yep. a lot of fans still a little bit salty that game day's out there but they made the right pick we'll talk about the tennessee florida game later today but uh yeah this may be The first, probably the first Duke football game I've seen in my life that I'm actually going to sit down and consume this weekend versus Kansas. Last time Duke went to Kansas, the only time these two teams have ever played back in 2009. Kansas beat the brakes off of them. I think it was like 44 to 19. So just with that alone, I'm kind of feeling Kansas a little bit, and I'm just feeling the whole Jayhawk vibe at the moment. I love their quarterback, Daniels, the dual threat capability, 10 total touchdowns this year. At home, the place is going to be the rowdy it's been in, in, I don't know, maybe a decade for goodness sake. So give me Kansas in this game. But I do – I love the story. I will say that. And, and once again, I know that there was a lot of hype about, hey, could, could, is there a possibility of game day going to go cover this game? Doesn't take anything away from it. Congratulations to both these teams. I like both yeah. coaching staffs. I love both, both sets of quarterbacks. But – I'm just a believer right now that Kansas is just on that right step with with Leipold there at head coach. So I'm going to take the Jayhawks.
1: Now, I agree. Look, Jalen Daniels has been awesome. Uh, He's he's a threat with both his arms and his legs. Riley Leonard has been kind of as well for Duke. He's got some interesting numbers, man. Uh, Riley Leonard right now, throwing for 240 per game, over 70% completion, 11 yards per attempt, hyper-efficient out of Leonard, pushing the ball downfield. So uh, we'll see. I Would you take, if you were going to bet this game, and look, they both have nice wins, right? Duke beat Northwestern, who Northwestern seems awful, actually. Mm-hmm. But Kansas beat WVU, and I, I think is yeah. bad, maybe not awful. Uh, but Kansas already now has not just covered, but won big time when they've been big dogs, right? It was 14 against Western. Yep. It was nine last week. They win both games. Now, all of a sudden, they're the one nearly favored by 10. Would you take Kansas to cover
2: this nine and a half? Well, it's funny you bring up Northwestern. We all thought Northwestern, oh, my gosh, they beat the Frosty Boys. They're rolling. They're good. Big win in Ireland. (laughs) They lost to Southern Illinois. Uh, That just tells you that Nebraska made the right decision in getting rid of frost just maybe could have waited once again like a little bit more time and save seven and a half million dollars but no the spread right now i think on Fanduel is about seven and a half points uh as kansas the favorites right now i'm not going to go against elko though i think with this defense there for duke i think they're gonna have a great plan for him to keep him contained in the pocket force him to win using his arms don't allow him to get on those sprint outs that he loves uh, and play action passes so I kind of like it to be a little bit closer to the game. Kansas yeah. wins it, but I'm thinking more in that three to seven range. So I kind of like that hook there. Uh, so I'm gonna go with Duke to cover.
1: Yeah, I uh I agree. I'm not I'm not so excited on Live Holding Company that I'm gonna take them to cover that big of a number. Uh Joseph Baggart in the chat says, Hey T Bob, do you ever see my K pop tweets? You know, Joseph. Um I don't. And I have no idea why that is. The algorithm must be screwed me over because I would be fascinated to see what sort of K-pop tweets I'm getting from someone who is obviously a college football fan and is here watching snaps on the volume sports network. Uh, Next game on this list, Clemson at Wake Forest. Uh, Hmm. Here. Okay. I don't know what it is, Aaron. Some broken part of my gra- brain, and I've never liked Clemson. I don't like Clemson. Like, I know I actually don't like Clemson. Some part of my brain wants them to be good. I have I have, I have no idea what it is. Um, they didn't look like what? much against La Tech. They they didn't really look great against Georgia Tech. Um, I was a bit surprised when I started digging into some of the ACC defensive numbers. I know they have a ton of talent on that side of the ball. Their defensive numbers are actually really nothing to write home about right now. In fact, statistically, Wake... Has been more impressive defensively, although you know I'm not I'm not going to sit here and say that Wake has a better defense. But um, I yeah this is it's it, it's it's kind of not feeling very good for Clemson here. No, yeah.
2: no, this is but this is kind of the moments where we're kind of doubting Clemson, and then all of a sudden Dabo and company kind of have that game that reassures the ACC and the Clemson faithful that hey, we're still Clemson, we are still that team in the ACC. But I'm, I will doubt them. I, I am going to doubt them honestly. And, and and on the road, DJU. This may his, be his the uh, the final act. Honestly, like if he doesn't go out there and and produce in a big way and say Wake Forest finds a way to win this football game, all of a sudden I think Cade comes in there at possibly quarterback. I mean, this was this is the game we've talked about quarterback battles in the past at Clemson Week Four. Is usually when the decision is made. Hey, who's going to be our guy going forward? This is um, this is a time. This is this is DJU's game to make a statement that I am good. I can win football games. I can win football games in this conference, and I can lead this team to an ACC championship. So big pressure on him. I love Hartman. I've been really impressed with him. You know, a guy that missed most of fall camp, missed the first couple of games of the season came back in a, in a, a rainy game versus, versus Vanderbilt, a little bit of a slow start in the first quarter, turned it on, had a great game, has played really well through the first two games of his season. I love him. I think he knows this offense. I love what they run, that that slow RPO scheme that really it neutralizes the defensive line because the defensive line really can't get after the quarterback because they're worried about run, they're worried about pass, linebackers can't fill as fast. There's a lot of questions going on on the defense, it's going to, once again, neutralize that front seven of Clemson, which we absolutely love. If yeah. there's a weakness on Clemson, it's the DBs, giving up about 240 yards per game through the air. So all that being mm-hmm. said, I would not be surprised with Way Forest. I think Clemson wins the game. I think this is another one that's around like seven, seven and a half, I believe. Yeah, it's been floating back Wake and Forest forth there. I is going to make this a four, a four quarter game. It's right now, seven and a half. A four-quarter game. That's another one that I would somewhat lean towards. Wake Forest covering.
1: You know, it is it is an interesting matchup, right? Because you know that Clemson has just more raw talent. Uh, I mean, just look at recruiting rankings yep. over the past, you know, five years, right. So that that goes to that question. Um, that said, you know, wakes at home. Wake again, statistically on both sides of the ball uh, for now is superior. Um, you really intrigued me now. I did not know that about Clemson's secondary. maybe in terms of the weakness they're in. and they're not really getting home to the quarterback very regularly right now. They're sitting at like five sacks on the season. I think they're tied for like second to last in the ACC right now. And so they're not really getting the quarterback and Hartman their their secondary is getting picked apart and and Hartman's as good as he is and the numbers are there. like, it's a thing where it feels like Wake should be the pick. But it is really just the brand name and raw talent of Clemson that's not allowing me to get there, and also Clemson's dominated, the, dominated this you know, where's series. Where's
2: the talent on offense? Where's the talent on offense for Clemson? That that's no, I don't question. know. No, no. I, and I, when I, I say talent, they, they, I am using the amorphous.
1: I, I'm using like an amorphous yes. block. Like I'm saying, like I just know that they've recruited very well, and so I assume that they have a more. So talented is A&M roster. A&M though?
2: Yeah. So is Tex a <laughs> And M, that really hasn't worked out for for Jimbo. Three reds on trip.
1: <laughs> Let me. Okay, so but here's the other part, Aaron. As as I look at the um series recently, I do feel like even though Wake Forest has been kind of frisky the last few years, that they uh, they just always have have still gotten dominated by Clemson. Okay, yeah. Whoa. Oh man. They did last year. They did. Yes. When do you think the last time that Wake beat Clemson was? Oh, it's been a long, long time. I I don't know. Please. Two thousand and eight. Aaron, we're talking 14 eighteen years. Okay, Wake.
2: All come on. runs must come to an end. Uh ask Kentucky and Florida. So Well
1: oh, if you ask Kentucky, Florida, they could probably do this for another eighteen years before that would uh before that would finally end. All right. Uh okay, so final call there. I think uh, uh I I think Clemson wins that's
2: close football game.
1: I, I'm going Wake. I'm gonna take Wake with the uh with the points there um number three wins. yeah 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 Yeah, i'll go chalk okay. there clemson wins wake with the points we're on the same page here. uh number three usc at oregon state uh offense 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 we are the premier sc bandwagon podcast no one has hopped on the bandwagon faster or push the bandwagon harder than Mm-mm. the Petit Trojan boys, okay? And I ain't stopping for this stinky line. I don't care if it's minus five and a half. Uh, I, I I don't I know it's it's sketchiness written all over it. Um, I don't care. I, I think USC is better. I watched Oregon State play Fresno. I'm not just saying that. Because you know Fresno's a common opponent, and USC beat Fresno much worse than Oregon State did. It's the same way that I felt about Sanford, Fresno. Now Oregon State's the latest in line. Their defense is just not good enough. And I know SC's defense isn't good enough, but they will get enough breaks. You cannot stop this Trojan offense unless you can challenge their offensive line. And guess what? Oregon State is not the crew to challenge this O-line. So no, I'm rolling
2: still with the Trojans. Well, listen. This is going to be this. t This will be a good challenge for USC. Like on the road, uh, it's going to be a hostile environment. This is a good team. Like, let's not take anything away from Oregon State. Like, the difference between playing Fresno for both these squads is Oregon State went on the road to play Fresno State, so it's always a little bit going to be a little bit closer, different sort of situation, home versus away. Um, But I'm with you. USC is just too good. And and we talk about this previous matchup with Clemson and Wake Forest and Clemson just having more elite talent. And that's really going to be the factor of why. And I'm not necessarily buying it. I think a lot has to do with the quarterback spot because of Sam Hartman versus DJU. And once again, like you praised the quarterbacks last week, we will continue to praise quarterbacks on the show because if you have one, you will always have a chance to win. And if you don't, Well, you better hope the guys around you are pretty damn good. And that's what Clemson's kind of been relying on and will continue to rely on this season. But the opposite said for this game, USC is more talented and they have one of the best quarterbacks in the nation. So just purely on that alone, this team is going to be ready to go into a hostile environment, take care of business. They got one of the best quarterbacks, receivers, running backs, offensive lines out there in the country. They will be fine. Once again, this week, fight on go Trojans, and I'm going to take them even with a weird ass line with that five and a half, yeah. too.
1: Uh, and look, I said offense, offense, offense right now, USC sitting at number one in the Pac 12, averaging 50.7 points per game, and uh, Oregon State currently second in the Pac 12, averaging 45. Point seven, uh, and so yeah, like it's going to be very high scoring. I would probably lean towards the over here, and here, here's here's where I make sense of this line. I, I think it's twofold. I think the road is big, like you're talking about, uh, but I do think a lot of it is just kind of expecting SC to trip up because this is all happening too soon, too fast, right? Mm-hmm. Then they're starting to sniff their own farts. They're starting to really buy into their own hype and that you're expecting them to check out. I mean, they beat the hell out of Fresno. They see that Oregon. they play for that. But the deal is, I think that happens to poorly coached teams. All right? and, and, and I think that Lincoln Riley has uh, proven beyond a shadow of a doubt that he is anything but a poor coach, yep. right? I also think that this team has good leadership. I mentioned that offensive line. One of the reasons I love them so much – three redshirt seniors, two redshirt sophomores, all guys with at least three years of experience in that starting lineup. Uh, Aged teams are able to handle the hype better, right? And I think Lincoln Riley and the staff can hammer into this SC team that, look, man, as soon as this has all come, it can go away even quicker. And you know how that happens? Mm -hmm. If you don't lock in and play your ass off here against Oregon State. So I know that USC's had turnover luck, and it makes the defense look better than they've been, but I don't care. SC rolls in Corvallis. Yep. Go Trojans. Trojans. (laughs) Trojans. And now it's time for the sequel to last week's boring-ass box office dud, Miami A&M. It was a 17-9 to 9 stinker that was one of the worst played football games I've ever seen. Miami becoming the first team since 2000 to have 27 first downs and not score a single touchdown. We called that the Fraud Bowl. Well, guess what? What does Hollywood love? A good sequel. And now it's time for Two Frauds, Two Furious. That's right. Coming to a theater near you this weekend, we're talking about Texas A&M versus Arkansas. And, and, and some of you have said, wait, T-Bob, why are you putting Arkansas in there? They've been so good this year. And look, that is that is fair. They have been good, but it is a question of, how good? And, and that's where the fraud thing comes into play is that there are some major red flags right now with this Arkansas team. And, and let's be clear, like we say frauds because they're trying to be the third best team in the SEC. That's the bar by which I am measuring them. And I'm starting to get the feeling that they're not really in that realm yet. They may might, might be more of a middle-class SEC citizen. <clears throat> but this weekend will ultimately prove who 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 belongs in the middle, and maybe who gets to take a step up between A and M and Arkansas? Where's your kind of surface level thoughts on this one, Aaron?
2: Please please let the court know that I do not agree with T. Bob on this two fraud football game right yep. here because I believe in Arkansas. I believe in Pittman. I think this team mm-hmm. is wow. is really really good. Uh, they they there's there's a one glaring hole, which is a pretty damn big hole, but they got the O line. They got the receivers to, to replace what they lost last year. Uh, they have one of the premier quarterbacks, I believe, in college football. They got a great running back in Rocket Sanders. They got Trey Knox at tight end. Like They check off every single box on offense. Defensively, love their front seven, love their linebacking court, one of the best blitzing or two of the best blitzing linebackers in all of America. Their DBs suck. And in an era where throwing the football is, is seen more than ever, you can't be bad on the back end. And that is exactly what Arkansas is bad at. So they're not frauds. Yeah. They're just have a pretty big weakness. And that's the DBs. I and mean, that's what scares me a little bit in this game. So for how much I'm loving. I'm not broke, Arkansas, Aaron.
1: I just don't have any money. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how's I'm that not work?
2: Exactly. Not frauds, but they're
1: the 131st pass defense in the country.
2: They're pretty. What? Bad. It's like
1: I'm not naked. Like- I just don't have any clothes on.
2: They got like some pasties on, because you got some, you got <laughs> the, the quarterback, you got the. That's like, a Mons Venus so man right things. there.
1: That's a Mons there's Venus so man right things. there. That's a Tampa boy right thugs. there. The pasties, pasties. I was shocked when I got to Florida as a young, fresh out of college boy for a bachelor party, <laughs> and like already, our society is so. It's incredibly odd how we treat the female nipple, but literally in Tampa. If you serve alcohol in the strip club you have to wear pasties but if you don't serve alcohol then you don't have to wear pasties what is that what that's that's the most illogical thing i've ever heard and not nothing it's just it's just weird it's just odd why are we so hung up on this but uh yeah so you were you were going to one of the uh, so you're saying arkansas right now is dancing in one of the alcohol serving establishments
2: yes just there's some some pasties there but uh, I don't know how we got there, but we <laughs> we got there. And I know exactly what establishments you are talking about, T-Bob, because I live probably about 10 minutes from them uh, there in <laughs> South Tampa. So there's a spaceship on one of them, I believe. Um, okay, here we go. Arkansas, A&M. Um, interesting because yeah. Yeah, what do you got, Jimbo? someone's, someone's going to have to show up, whether it is Arkansas's DBs are going to have to show up in this football game or... Does AM finally find an offense? Does a finally get in the red zone? Does a and find a way to throw the ball vertically down the field? That is going to be the big question. Uh, weakness versus weakness, which weakness sucks more is going to yeah. determine who wins this football game. I'm betting on a and i A&M. I'm betting on Max Johnson. I'm betting on the fact that Evan Stewart, who I believe is their best receiver, the freshman who was suspended last week for being an idiot before the game, is going to be back. He's going to be ready. This is Max Johnson's second game as a starter. You got Anias um, going against those DBs of A, excuse me, of Arkansas. I think they're actually going to have a pretty good game. They're going to have a game where all of a sudden AM fans are going to be jumping up and down saying, We got an offense. We got an offense. No, you're just going up against a shit secondary for, for Arkansas. That's it. So you'll be back to pretty bad once again, most likely next week for A&M, but take advantage while you can. And I still like a defense. I think AM's defense is still premier. I think they're going to be able to kind of hold KJ in that offense and check a little bit uh, and allow their offense to get going. JLab has something for everyone with earbuds and headphones that are as versatile as you are. Perfect for calls, listening to podcasts, and working out. They are built for every single moment. JLab is proud to partner with Powerhouse College Athletics. UCLA, Duke, Gonzaga, Indiana, St. John's, TCU, Vanderbilt, Arkansas, Minnesota, San Diego State, and more. From lively tailgates to coaches' play calling and courtside rivalries to college athletics NIL deals, J-Labs joins the action and connects with 182 million plus college sports fans nationwide. They're excited to partner with 17 D1 college schools showcasing their passion and loyalty of fans and athletes across the United States. Whether creating cutting-edge tech products or pursuing athletic greatness, being the best takes hard work and commitment. JLab is proud to partner with schools who are showcasing the hard work, perseverance, and even the championship celebrations across all college sports. Use code SNAPS25 for 25% off your order. Visit JLab.com
0: to find your kind of tech. Warning, this product contains nicotine, Black Buffalo was built by dippers with decades of smokeless tobacco use. They believed the market wanted tobacco alternative nicotine products that offered the best of both worlds. Bold flavor, full pouches. What are they made of? It's pretty simple. Cured edible green leaves, food-grade ingredients, and pharmaceutical-grade nicotine. Most importantly, there's no tobacco leaf or stem. All proudly made right here in the USA. So if you're 21 and older, consume nicotine or tobacco, and want to join the Black Buffalo herd, head over to blackbuffalo.com to learn more. You can order nicotine pouches online, and they ship directly to most states. Or check out the store locator to purchase pouches at thousands of retail locations around the country. Black Buffalo Tobacco Alternative. Bold flavor, full pouches. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen.
1: Yo, what's going on? It's your boy T-Bop from Snaps. And the NFL season is rocking and rolling. I'm recording this on a Thursday. We got Papa Bezos Sweet two coming out. A little Amazon action. Can you fathom a funnier step down than Chargers Chiefs featuring Mahomes and Justin Herbert to Steelers Browns featuring Jacoby Brissett and Mitch Trubisky? An NFL over-under set at 37 and a half. You can play that game on FanDuel, America's number one sports book, And check it out. We're we're, we're giving you another no sweat bet. Okay, so it doesn't matter if you're a new customer or you already have an account. Okay, you get free bets back if you don't win. So uh, let's say I go all in on Cleveland night. I don't win. Well, guess what? No sweat. Whatever I wagered, I get back in free bets to then turn around to put on Jameis and the Saints this Sunday in Carolina to beat Baker and the Panthers. And look, I mean, look, Mike Thomas, he scored a touchdown in each game. You want to do some Mike Thomas props. There you go. You're thinking, AK is going to have a big bounce back game. Maybe you're a Christian McCaffrey guy. The point is, whether it's same game parlays, props, season long win totals, it's all here for you on the FanDuel Sportsbook app. If you're new, use the promo code SNAPS to get started. That's promo code SNAPS. Either way, let's celebrate this NFL season with a no sweat bet. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Uh, shout out to Brandon Rhodes in the chat "Has been stuck in the toilet for nine minutes and forty three seconds now." Hey, just stay on there and just keep watching snaps while you're on the toilet. That's what everybody should do. And then text your friends about it, tell about them, like and share the video. Um, yeah, Aaron. So it's you're right. You're, you're absolutely. Right. There's just so many weird potential areas to exploit in this game where you're just not sure if they can. It's, it's exactly what you said. I mean. For as much as we talk about Arkansas having the worst pass defense in the country, they actually have the best rush defense in the SEC. Um AM already sucks at running ball. AM's O line's been one of those disappointing parts of this year to me. So Max Johnson's going to have to be able to prove to take advantage of that Arkansas secondary. And then where I start to get a bit more worried is a and pretty awful at defending the run. I mean, go look at how App State bullied them. They give up over four yards to carry their 12th in the SEC. Currently Arkansas, second in the league. 243 rush yards per game. You know what's funny? I'm, I'm going to be at odds with my future self, actually, now that I'm thinking about this. <laughs> because I came in with a gut feeling that it would so much, I was just going to, I just felt like it was a and I I just, I mean, they got the big win over Miami. Max looked super comfortable and Arkansas's pass defense is so bad that it would happen. But after talking this out and again, after that wild red zone stat, 4v3, I'm
2: flipping. Don't overthink it, T-Bob. Don't (sighs) overthink it now.
1: That's what I'm trust doing. That that, gun, that no, this
2: is this is the, the ultimate film. overthink
1: game. I I have I have like twisted my head this up in seventeen tr- thousand ways. This is
2: what's wrong with gambling. This is this is the, this is what make people go gray yeah. right here. You start throwing some yeah. some money lines on there, and you start questioning the film. Watch the film. Watch those DBs. But I didn't
1: think the film was good, dude. I thought a A&M, And Yeah, a And M's DBs are nice. Is that what you're talking about? Or no, you're talking about Arkansas' DBs. You're yeah, talking DB. about
2: Arkansas DBs.
1: <clears throat> no, I know, but I don't. But but white but DB but you got to protect the quarterback to 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 take advantage of that and I didn't like A&M's O-line dude. I thought they looked really bad against Miami. No.
2: Um no, I I I I get that, but I still think that they're they're good enough to hold up up front and I think Arkansas is going to have to sell out a little bit more to get after the quarterback. They do Drew Sanders, um number 42 for Arkansas. If you want to watch, if you're a young linebacker out there and you want to watch a premier uh, linebacker that gets after the quarterback not only from the linebacking position but they'll actually move him as a defensive end as well the dude is absolutely relentless he's a a dog on a bone every time the coach says hey go get the freaking quarterback he is going to get the quarterback so they must protect against him uh figure out a way to slow him down plus I love bumper pool. but hmm. it, when you watch the the just the overall uh, alignment of the defense Especially when they're in those three safety looks, at double cloud, it's not like you have to allow the plays to develop down the field. There's just a lot of room for okay. quick hitters where Max can get okay. the ball out in a second, get the ball to those guys in space, a guy like Anias, and, and let him go out there and do work. So I don't anticipate it's being like a drop back, three, four second kind of game. It's like, hey, get the ball out now and, and just make those DBs look silly. Aaron, I, I'm, a,
1: I'm officially going to Arkansas. Do you know who's first okay. in the SEC? I do try. you know who's first? Do you know? Do you know who's first in the SEC in sacks right now? Arkansas. Arkansas. They got seventeen of them things. A and M has four. Mm, 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 mm. Ah man. Okay. Yeah. No. Okay. The, the sack number pushed me over. I don't like A and M's a lot. I'm going Arkansas. All right, rolling arc. I may even bet it now. I said I was gonna bet this game. I may even bet it now. Um, don't pay attention to what future T Bob says on best bets. The guy, he's, he's fucking uh, <laughs> you know, what an idiot, dude, Right. <laughs> don't definitely don't pay attention to that guy. Uh, hey, and yes, if you're not watching Rings of Power right now, look, you should be. It's very fun. It's high mythology fantasy. Aaron loves it, Brum loves it, I love it. Um and you know, if you want to do yourself a treat, you could rewatch Lord of the Rings, but you don't have to. Sorry, that was a conversation going out of chat earlier. Uh all right. Let's uh get to the unless you okay. Anything else? No,
2: we're good, right? You good, Aaron? I saw an interesting little something in the chat right now. Zach Calzada, is this Bilbo? Where are you oh. getting this this rumors from?
1: Um, <clears throat> I don't know. He's it's officially not- out, out, out for the season with a medical red shirt. Oh. Interesting. So so it is so, the Robbie Ashford show. So I feel show, even man. better
2: about my – I even feel yes. better about my future yes. self. <laughs> you don't even have, like,
1: the wild card of the pissed-off quarterback that comes in and, like, pops off for one game. Smash hey, just, the just under. I'm quick, very happy that I bet quick, it before this new Quick teaser broke. for
2: everyone. Quick teaser for everyone so that they can go, you know, essentially put their mortgage on this game. But that Missouri versus Auburn game at 51.5 right now on FanDuel is looking better and better by the second.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it. Yeah. Do it now. Do it. Uh, all right. Do it. Is, let's get to the number I have, one. I may have to
2: Venmo. I may have to Venmo UT Pop for this one. I'm feeling good right now. Wait. Okay. Wait. So for for, for which one? What, what are you talking about? For yeah, the Auburn Missouri game at fifty one and a half. Um, You're saying, oh, 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 oh,
1: wait, I forgot you live in Georgia. I was confused. I was like, why don't you just bet it? Oh, Oh, that sucks, dude. Yeah, okay, I see now. Well, yeah, feel free to Venmo me. Uh, But, you know, sometimes technology gets really complicated. It's hard to get the money out. You know, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Uh, Number one game of the week. Game day is going to Knoxville, Tennessee. Tennessee. SEC on SEC, SEC East and SEC East. You love to see it. Uh, this is a matchup, Aaron, that, uh, you're only a couple of years younger than me. So you would have been around the same age as me. Like maybe like this is when you were coming into your kind of, um, when you were starting to be cognizant about the world of, college football, right? Florida, Tennessee used to be the big boy in the 90s. Mm-hmm. I think there were like three or four different times in the 90s where this was a top five, top 10 on 10 matchup. And to me, it is like, because because I feel like my my, my college football memories is really kicking around the year 2000. I was like 10, started really watching LSU quite a bit. And um, that's when I got hooked and I became obsessed with LSU, whatever, wanted to go play there. Uh, some of my earliest just college memories are actually like this is when I was at the age where I would not sit down and watch a game, but like it'd be my parents, some of their friends, ever to be watching a game, having some drinks. Maybe I'd be like running outside playing football. I'd come in for a little bit, have like a a freaking Mondo while like watching Florida Tennessee. They go back outside, they watch the fourth quarter. Or so this feels wonderfully nostalgic. Like it feels so good that this game seems to matter again. And um, my basic question if not now, Tennessee, win. You are double-digit favorites at home. I don't care if you cover. I'm not putting that expectation on you. But you must beat Florida this Saturday. Like, not not should, not met. You must, for your own mental sanity, for your fan base's mental sanity, for, for any of us to take you seriously, you have to beat Florida this weekend.
2: I'm with you. I think I think this is a, a almost a must win. I mean, this fan base. I, I was there last weekend. Uh, there is just so much excitement, as there should be. Like they should take advantage of the hype right now of of having Hendon as your quarterback for this last year. Of how successful he is. Obviously, the big question is going to be Cedric Tillman. He got hurt last weekend. I think it's a high ankle sprain. They're hopeful he plays. That is a big X factor in this game. If Cedric cannot go. Or is limited. That concerns me a little bit because while they have been very pleased with the way Brew McCoy has looked and played, he just has not had as as big of an impact as obviously what Cedric has done. Uh, I like what Hyatt's doing right now. I think Hyatt is Hyatt, excuse me, has been a a huge addition to that offense. His speed, especially in the slot and some of those wheel routes. Um, I'm with you. I think they're, they're the better team. I like the depth they've built on defense this year for Tennessee. Nealon is going to be rocking. It is. It yeah. really is. It is it, When they're good and that those fans are engaged, it is one of the toughest environments to play in all of America. That place literally is shaking underneath you, uh, especially when you get closer and closer to yeah. this red zone. So um, I like Tennessee to win. I think they're the better overall team. But I think Florida has a chance to keep this thing close. You look at Florida. What do they do well? They run the football. I love their O line. I love their three running backs. Um, I think they got some decent guys on the outside to catch the football. It's on Anthony. Anthony, to me, Richardson, is like a, a ticking time bomb. He's, just, he's like, when is he going to reach his full potential? Is it going to be this week? Is it going to be middle of the season? Is it going to be end of the year? Is it going to be next season? Before we really get to see that consistency level. But at any moment, this dude can take off. He can get a 50-yard gain. He can throw a bomb down the field for an explosive play. Like He's going to have those opportunities. So I think they can keep it close. Uh, Ventrell Miller, the linebacker for Florida, who's really the heart and soul of that defense and maybe of that entire football team, was out last week for USF. You saw a defense that was out of place for the majority of the game and kind of got run through. Big reason why is because Miller was not there. He will be back. I anticipate this defense to be better this week versus Tennessee. So I think Florida will keep it close, but um, first time you ever hear me say this, but go Vols. I think the Vols win this football game.
1: Yeah, I think uh, for once the earworm nature of Rocky Top will be uh, justified. Or not for once, but for the first time in a long time. Uh, Look, so here's the deal with Florida. So you still feel like AR is a sure thing?
2: I do. I do. You don't feel feel like this could be Kenny Trail 2.0? No, I don't think I, – I, I I've seen too much good. I think he just needs to get through the maturity factor of understanding that the defense is going to win plays, that you can't go out there just because it worked in practice Monday through Friday, that it's just going to work on Saturday. Like, they got scholarships. Their their defensive coordinator gets paid a boat, boatload of money. Like, they're going to have a plan to execute against you. I think he just needs to learn that. But when you call, talk about just raw talent, throwing the football, running the football – he can continue to get better as a passer like he has he has all of that now it's more of him understanding how to play the game how to take care of the football doing the little things right and it's just it takes time it takes reps it takes going back watching the film and deciding hey when and when I cannot take certain chances with the football in my hand so um, he'll, he'll be fine Like i said it may not be this year but eventually the kid will get it he's too talented not to
1: so you called a Tennessee game. So you've definitely seen their defense much more than I have. Because, look I, look, I I don't know if I'm there with you on AR. Now, you're QB1, and obviously you would know quarterback better. So I'm also not going to fight you on that. But, like, Florida's offense right now is pretty abysmal. No, uh, second really to not. last in the SEC, 25 points a game. Twelfth in total offense, three hundred fifty yards. Uh, let's 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 go look at real quick here the uh, passing leaders, individual passing leaders. Oh, it's if bad. you look, there is uh, one quarterback. Excuse me, sorry. Now with Spencer Rattler, there are two quarterbacks under the sixty percent completion mark. ARS at fifty three, even Rattlers at fifty nine. Um, A.R. has no touchdowns to the airs. He's got four picks. You said they run the ball. So this is why I asked you about your Tennessee film viewing. I, I The one game I really watched Tennessee, Tennessee Pitt, I was impressed with their defense. I thought they were good. I thought that front yep. seven got after Pitt. I mean, they killed Keaton Slovis, like legitimately. It felt brutal to watch at times. Uh, well,
2: they're going to blitz now. I mean, Tennessee, when you watch the film and cover them, there's there's one thing that they do is they get after the quarterback. Like They are not afraid with Tim Banks as a D.C., to bring pressure. They're going to bring pressure over and over and over again, whether it's corner cats, safeties, linebackers, mixing up the fronts. Like they're going to try to confuse Anthony Richardson as much as possible, but then, then I'm a little hesitant because if you, you you sell out and he gets out of it and runs it, there's no one left at that point. So it's it's kind of a a, a balance for Tim Banks, the defensive coordinator of Tennessee, to, 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 to win to dial up the heat. Because if you don't get there or if someone screws up and someone's in the wrong gap, once again, man, he is, as he saw in week one versus Utah, if you want to bring the house and you don't get to him, he'll take off and get a 50 yard touchdown on your ass. Uh, if you don't have anyone spying, there's no one in zone yeah. coverage to then go make a play. It's
1: just odd. It's just a bit odd after our uh, Cam Newton takes, which are so good. The God, they were so such good production work yep. there early on. That here we sit, and AR has not just been okay. He's kind of been aggressively bad at throwing the ball. Uh, Hinden Hooker has not been. Uh, Hinden Hooker is completing 69% of his pass right now six touchdowns, no picks. And never forget Aaron Murray. Hypeel loves hookers. Ability to throw the deep ball, okay? He throws the best deep ball I've ever seen in my entire life. And I go back to Tennessee needing this one. Tennessee has lost 16 of 17 against Florida. 16 of 17. If you want to look at the only other win that they have, Aaron, in this series, besides one that they randomly got in a Butch Jones game a few years ago, you have to go all the way back to the Ron Zook era of the Florida Gators. They've lost 16 to 17 there. They've lost 15 in a row against Alabama. I want to say they've lost 12 of 13 against Georgia with the only win being that insane Hail Mary that should have never happened in Kirby year one. Okay, so this is a team that finally, after a decade and a half of getting their ass kicked in every game that they cared about, they finally have one now that they should win. They're the better team. They're at home. They need to announce themselves. Now they just have to go and do it. Yeah. um so let's let's see what you got oh rocky top I think uh if I was gonna bet this game I'm still not sure if I'm going to or not I think I would actually take Tennessee to cover dude Damn, I I I, I I know I know it's a big boy it's a big boy but this has the feeling of like like a beautiful southern bell walking down what do they call those things when you like announce yourself to genteel society uh, might be problematic nowadays. I don't even know. But but what what are they called? Uh, Brum, you surely you know, right? Like uh, I don't know, it's like it's not like Cotillion. It's oh come on, I'm, I'm floundering here, guys. Nobody knows what I'm talking about. Yeah. racket rack bag, yep. try it one more time. Okay, like when you're a Southern Belle that you're announcing yourselves to debutante Oh, yes. This is Tennessee's debutante <laughs> ball, okay? And she's got a beautiful orange gown on, and it's finally where she is actually going to follow through and announce herself to the world. Uh, it's going to get Clint Eastwood very excited. That's a very random joke. I don't know why I made that. None of y'all are going to understand it. Uh, the point is, yeah, I would take Tennessee to cover the 10 and a half that, is, that is the point.
2: Not doing it. Um, Not buying it yet.
1: Uh, Neither is Kirby's visor. He said, oh, Rocky flop isn't as good as y'all think. Took Pitt losing it starting QB for the Vols to sneak out with the dub. Uh, Well, they knocked out Pitt
2: starting QB, but I feel you, Kirby's visor, that said. mine for not for rent. Take Florida with a plus 270 money line. Uh, I mean... The,
1: the same way, like, you are doing that if you just, yes, if you, like, do not believe in the brand of Tennessee, which I can't fault you
2: cool. for. Or if you like again, AR, if AR can have that moment like he did versus Utah, that's it. How good is Utah? I, just think, I, just think, I, think, Florida's, I think Florida's mindset is, hey, we got to run the football, which they're really good at. We're going to slow this game down or speed it up. I never really understand. Like, if you're slowing it down, then it's going to be long. You want it to go. You want that clock to run. You want to keep what the ball I mean. to Tennessee's offense's hands. You so want wait, to essentially you're right. eliminate. You're slowing it. down the pace. Wow, what the fuck? I've
1: never thought about that. When you slow down the pace of the game, you actually speed up the Extend rate the at which game. the game goes away.
2: Oh, wow. Yeah, Look at that. Huh. You want to speed up the game. Whatever. Florida wants to, I think a better way to say it is, they want to eliminate the number of possessions Tennessee has on offense. Well the said. The best way to do that, yeah. it's, like, it's, yeah. like, it's like when you face a triple option offense. It's always stressful as a quarterback. Like when I played Georgia Tech, you knew that we were going to lose three, four possessions per game just because of how they were going to run the football. The clock was going to keep going. They were going to get first downs, and you just kind of sat on the bench for five, six minutes at a time. Like if Florida's going to have success, that. that needs to be their game plan. They need to eliminate at least two possessions per half for Tennessee, and that way they can keep this thing close, which I think they can.
1: All right, there it is. Snaps Thursday, baby. Every day we give you the Five Fest games of the weekend. Uh, Again, y'all, we really can't tell you how much we love doing this, how much we love being here. Um, if you've been hanging out with us in chat, thank you, T. Pat. There it was debutante, Carlos Kirby, uh, Bilbo, everybody else in their mind. Uh, look, spread the word with your friends. Like it, uh, share it here on the Volume Sports YouTube channel. That definitely helps. Subscribe to the pod, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen. Share that, rate and review it. That all helps. And uh, if you sign up for Fanduel, promo code SNAPS. Right. These are all objective ways that our bosses can be like, you know what? We like that show. It's doing well. So. Let's grow this thing together. We'll celebrate college football together. Thank you to Ryan Brumley. Thank you to Aaron Murray. We will see you tomorrow for Best Bets and then Saturday for a little Snaps After Dark where it is guaranteed to get a little drunk and a little weird, okay? So we will see you then next time on Snaps.